The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. April 27th, April is winding down to a close. It is one o'clock. I am joined by my friend Ed Williams, who is upstairs. And we are joined by Taylor Guyman, who is a member of the best basketball <laughs> team in school history, hailing from Hanover, Pennsylvania. She played guard and forward. She is a three-time All-ACC Academic Honor Roll member. Smarty Pants, Smarty Pants, Smarty Pants. And she bounced back from multiple injuries in a great story of perseverance, playing in 31 games this season on the road to the school's first-ever Final Four and the best basketball team (laughs) in school history. Taylor Guyman, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I am fantastic. Quite an aggressive introduction, so I do apologize. You can keep saying that we're the best team in school history. It's okay. I will continue. <laughs> I will continue to say that. He's never going to stop. He's <laughs> never going to stop. Never it sounds amazing. Stop. So. <laughs> so I first wanted to ask you about the team banquet. Um, we saw the videos. We saw the pictures. The reception looked amazing. The university club is an awesome, awesome place. I just wanted to um, – Kind of learn a little bit more about that from you. How was it? Um, and just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, this is the first year that we've done like a banquet at the end of the season. Um, so I think it was just really cool to be able to, be able to like reflect on everything um, and just see like all our biggest supporters. And uh, it was a buy. It was a goodbye for um, T Soul and KT because they left for you know training camp. So it was a little emotional. Um, but it was just awesome to just be able to catch up with everyone and. Um, the video they posted on Twitter after, I think everyone got to see that. But, um, you know, just to recap our whole season was just really cool to be able to do it all together. So it was a really nice event. Well, you said it was a little emotional, but per <laughs> Liz Kitley's Instagram story yesterday, it was a lot more than a little emotional. A lot so more, yeah, it was rough. You guys were able to put a bow on an awesome year. Um, I wanted to ask really quick, there was an article that came out, I think it was like last week in your you know, hometown newspaper up there in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. detailing kind of your injury struggles throughout your career. What were some of the top things you leaned on in Blacksburg, either basketball, not basketball, um, that helped guide you through those really tough times with your knee injuries? Yeah, I think I really had to like focus on who I was outside of basketball to get me through that. Um, I kind of went through a little bit of an like identity crisis, honestly, because, um, you know, when you're hurt for that long, you can't play the sport that I've played like my whole life. Um I've always just been like Taylor Guyman, a basketball player. So, you know, to figure out who I am outside of basketball, I think that was really tough. But I really leaned on my family like a ton. Um, my mom came down after both surgeries and helped me, um, you know, get through that part because I couldn't really move really well. So 
she came down and helped me a lot. My dad visited and, you know, just my family just being that strong, like emotional support for me there. Um, that was really nice. And then my coaches and teammates were like always around, which was always nice. You know, I never felt like I was in it alone. Um, they like made sure to keep me involved in everything. And, you know, Coach Brooks like made it a point to be sure that I was like involved on the sidelines and he wanted me to, you know, kind of be like the coach on the sidelines. So everyone around me just really kept me involved and just supported me in every aspect of it. So I think the people for sure. So I want to dig into that. And you said a line that I'll never forget that uh, Mike Goforth told me when I medically disqualified my senior year was you kind of go through that identity crisis and you have viewed yourself for, I mean, I played football from second grade and you never know when exactly that's going to stop. Um, And gladly for you, you were able to bounce back both times, but during the time you were in rehab, during the time you weren't able to practice, um, one, what did you learn about yourself? And two, what did you do to try to be, whether it was the best teammate, the best coach on the sideline, how did you try to uh, affect your team when you weren't able to necessarily be on the court? Yeah, I definitely kind of looked into some hobbies, um, you know, tried to figure out what I was interested in. Um, I started reading a lot, um that kind of got me through a lot just to take my mind off of you know what was really going on um so I've been doing that a ton um and then really just like hanging out with my friends um just trying to you know build that relationship outside of basketball I think um that was like really important throughout that whole process um then on the court I think I really just tried to contribute by being like the best teammate that I could be the best cheerleader um and by my second one, I was a sophomore at that point, so I knew the system really well. So, you know, whenever, like, new player, new people came in or freshmen, if they ever, like, needed any help or had a question about anything, like, I made sure that I was always available and would just help them through anything. Um, so I think just being there for, like, whatever anyone needed and then just supporting everyone and just being a huge cheerleader on the bench, um, that's kind of what I was focused on when I was coming back. So I've mentioned this a couple of times in basketball interviews um, with women's teams specifically. I think you all have such a different, a different dynamic than any other sport. I was joking about it. Like you all are marching towards the final four and all of your Instagram stories are, okay, we got a big game against Ohio state this afternoon. We got a big game against this. And all of you are spread out in the city of Seattle or anywhere in some coffee shop, enjoying <laughs> latte drinking a book uh drinking a book reading a book um how did you how cool was it as you were essentially being able to play in these games but also being able to check out the different cities that you all were going to yeah um I think we all have our own ways of you know getting ready for stuff and it's not always like if we focus sometimes too much on basketball we get like too serious so we all have our own little things that we like to do but I think going to Seattle was amazing, honestly. Like, we were staying in a hotel right in Seattle, so we got to walk around and actually explore, um, which we don't normally get to do just because when we go somewhere, it's like we're there for a day and then we play. Like, we don't really have any free time. Um, so I think being in Seattle was really, really cool. Um, we got to see the Space Needle, which was really cool. And I don't think really any of us have ever been to Seattle before. I think Soul had, but... I don't think anyone else had. So I think just like being able to see that was really cool. 
And then Dallas was also really cool, but for a different reason. Like in Dallas, we stayed, we weren't really anywhere walkable. So we didn't really get to go anywhere ourselves. But the NCAA had so many different things that we got to do through them. That was just like a once in a lifetime experience. So that they were both really, really excited and really cool for different reasons. But getting to be able to see Seattle was that was really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. You guys were there for you know a couple of days and got to mm-hmm. got to see the city. But Dallas is sick. I will say you need to go back and spend some more time there. But yeah, I want to for sure. Uh, when you were weighing your options, whether or not to return next year uh, or kick off the next phase of your life. You know, what went into that decision and how did you come to the decision you ultimately did, which was to forego your next year and start your start your career? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of the toughest decisions, you know, I've had to make because um, I knew I had what I had here was amazing. Um, and I knew that walking away from it would be really hard. I mean, obviously, basketball, like like I said earlier, has been part of my life since I've been born. Um, so walking away from that chapter was really tough. And then being here for four years, um, you know, I knew at that point that Liz and Kayla were coming back. So I think knowing that they were going to be here still and G and just everyone and knowing that I wouldn't be, I think that was like a really hard pill to swallow. Um, But so my opportunity that I got like to start my career, I don't know if you want me to like go into detail about that, but um we definitely do. We asked, uh, we asked Liz and Jordan to tell us a little bit about um, your job. And she said, you need to ask about your job because I don't understand it. And it's really interesting. So yes, please do. I'll, I'll tell you about that. And then I'll go more into my decision. But um, so the company is called Protected. And the last ED in the name is a 3D. Um, and they 3D print like bra- uh, braces and pads for athletes based on like their specific anatomy. Um, so it's like made specifically for the athlete. It's a lot of people don't really understand it. Um, but if you watch the Celtics play, Jalen Brown, he wears this black face mask. The company I'm going to work for made that. So like that's what they do. <laughs> wow. You're, I mean, you're talking to a Celtics fan. That's super duper cool. <laughs> when did you identify this was a um, well, let's let's finish with uh, with your decision and then we'll dive into that because I could talk about that all day. Yeah, so it was a really hard decision. Um, obviously, I was I was actually in a program. I was in an accelerated master's program. Um, so I was taking classes this year that would count towards my undergrad and my master's. I was fully planning on, you know, taking my fifth year, getting my master's. Um, and then this opportunity just kind of honestly fell into my lap. Um, the company is run by three former Duke football players that were also engineers. Um, so they just, you know, love the athlete engineer um, combo. And they just came to me. Well, I actually went to them looking for an internship in the summer and like just looking for opportunities because I didn't really know if I needed my master's. So I was trying to get people's opinions like in the field to see if how much my master's would help me because I knew it would be a ton of work to try and get my master's on top of playing basketball. Um I just, I honestly didn't know if I was going to be able to do it all. So I was just kind of trying to see if like I really needed my master's. Um, And then actually someone that, a family friend from my hometown um, is an engineer in Durham, North Carolina, which is where the company is based out of. Um, I was talking to him about like his opinion on my master's and everything. And he gave me the name of the company and he was like, I think like you might be really interested in this. Um, so I did some research and I was really interested. 
I just reached out and I was like, one, do you have any like opportunities, maybe like internships over the summer? And two, um, like, what do you think about me getting a master's and stuff? And it turned out we had a really good first meeting and they were like, would you want like a job? Like, would you want to start next year? Um, honestly, like in our field, a master's is kind of equivalent to experience. So like if you get experience, then you'll be set pretty much. And if you really decide you want to go back to get your master's, like in the future, a lot of companies will pay for that. So I was like, oh, okay. Like I was not prepared for that at all. Fully prepared to come back. Um, so when I kind of had that opportunity open up, I was like, okay, I really need to like sit down and figure out what's best for me. Um, like in my situation, I knew the ball was going to stop out, um, like bouncing eventually. So to come back for one more year just for basketball and to like pass up that amazing opportunity, I just felt like I couldn't do that. Um, I mean, it was obviously like a super hard decision. I had a lot of talks with Coach Brooks um, and my family, and we just kind of decided that it was the best for me at this point to, you know, move on and start my career. So, You mean to tell me? that a company was interested in hiring somebody that was all ACC academic <laughs> three years in a row. They were to do that. And this wasn't in, you know, and there's no, no offense to anybody in this major, but it wasn't three time all ACC academic in underwater basket weaving. This was in <laughs> biomedical engineering. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Very, very impressive. And congratulations. <laughs> I know that was really difficult, but obviously a really, really difficult, um, opportunity to turn down yeah um before we move into rapid fire when you look back at your tech career as a whole aside from the wins aside from the record-breaking accomplishments aside from all of that like what stands out to you the most and what are you going to miss the most about being at virginia tech and on this team definitely the people um the relationships i've built with all of my teammates especially this year um i'm gonna miss them all so much like even saying bye to TESOL and KT, like all the tears were coming down our face. And, you know, that was all so genuine. Um, like the connections that we've built, you know, they'll last a lifetime. And I think saying bye to like these people that are here, that's going to be by far the hardest thing. Um, but just Virginia Tech as a whole, like it's an amazing school. Our fan base is amazing. Um, I'm excited to come back and, you know, be a part of that fan base now. It's going to be super weird. But um, just, all the people surrounded in Virginia Tech as a whole, I think that's going to be the part that is like really difficult to say goodbye to. So last question on the, uh, on the engineering part for me. So one, will you be in Durham and what does your day-to-day look like? Like what will we, what will you be doing? Yeah. So I will be in Durham. Um, I'm actually looking for places to live right now, which is super stressful, <laughs> but so I'll be there. And then my day-to-day, so my job title is actually a design engineer. Um, so without going into too much detail that a lot of people probably won't understand, um, I'll be kind of like designing the products that people use through a CAD software, which is like a computer-aided design. So you like draw stuff. I, I don't know. I'm trying to like. No, you know. No, I do. I'm just trying to make it easy to understand because usually when I tell people, they just look at me and they're like, what did you just say? Yep. <laughs> so I'll like work on designing new devices and there's like workflows that, you know, make it easy to reproduce these devices for like new athletes. Like if you make a 
say the face mask that I just told you about, if they make that one time, they have to, you know, design a workflow that will allow you to reproduce it to other athletes. So I'll like be working on that. And that involves some like coding aspects and like the CAD software that I was talking about. So do you code also? Um, I had to a little in my major. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm not okay. like crazy good at that, but I did have to take some of those classes. So I do appreciate the dumbed down version. I still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm following along as best I can, but no, that's super, that's super duper cool. Um, moving on to rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> these are a little bit more fun. They don't have to be rapid. Take as much time as you want. But uh, the first one I ask everybody, if you could have dinner with four people dead or alive and you have to pick where you have to go eat, where are you going and who are you going with? <clears throat> Ooh. That's tough. It is. Um, okay. Let me think. Where am I going? First of all, um, probably like some really nice steakhouse. Um, I don't, I don't know. We went somewhere before we went to Charlotte. That was really good. Um, I don't know. Just one of those like really nice steakhouse. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then four people you said? Yes. Mm-hmm. This, they might not match together, but. Um, so probably one Steph Curry, just because he's amazing. I know he's alive, but, um, I would love to meet him. That'd be really cool. Um, and then keeping it in the sports realm for now. Um, this is hard. It is? (laughs) Probably... I've always looked up to Diana Taurasi as a basketball player. She's always been one of my favorite. Um, so I think just to be able to meet her, I think that would be really cool too. And then I need two more. I'm going to try to go away from sports, but okay. this is going to be tough. Um, I feel like Drake is just like an icon. So, you know, being able to meet him would be cool. Um, and then I'm going to go really sentimental here. This is probably going to make it like a sad mood, but my <laughs> – dad's dad i never got to meet him so my grandpa um that would be really cool to like you know be able to meet him but i don't want to get all sad in here so no and not sad at all and i'm sure i'm sure he would be pretty surprised he'd be sitting down with drake steph curry and everything he probably wouldn't even know who they are probably not um uh what is your favorite off the court memory from your time at tech um definitely one of the places that we've traveled We've traveled so many places with basketball. Like my freshman year, we went to Italy and Paris. Um, like that was a memory I'll always have. And then every year we go somewhere for the Thanksgiving. So like we go to like we went to the Bahamas this year. Mm-hmm. We've been to Puerto Rico twice. So I think just those like being able to travel the world while also like being with my teammates and playing basketball. I think that those experiences were really cool. All right, so rumor has it you spend some time at Smith Mountain Lake. First of all, is this true? Yes, I do. My parents have a house there. Okay, cool. Me too. Second part of this, favorite thing to do on the lake or favorite place to go eat on the lake? Um, Okay, so our house is like in the back corner of a cove, so you can't really like swim off of our dock. Um, so we love to go take the boat out and like anchor in a little cove and just float around and just hang out like all day um, there. So that's definitely my favorite thing to do is just like float around and just chill out on the water. Um, 
And then my favorite place to eat is a Mexican restaurant, but I cannot remember the name of it for like. Is it Los Amigos? That is sounds familiar. Or is it at the bridge? It's at the bridge, I think. Oh, okay. I forget um, what that one's called, but I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I just get on the boat and then my dad like yeah. drives us where we're going. So I don't know. And then all of a sudden you have a margarita in front of you. That's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Can I ask a dumb, I don't have a lake house question. Like, <laughs> so anytime I go to anyone's lake house and they take the boat out the whole time, I'm like, there's no, there's no way that I would be able to figure out how to get back home. Can you yes. like Apple maps your um, way back? Yeah, when we first got our house, we used um, like maps the whole time. It, it'll oh. show you like where you're on the lake, and you can just go. But yeah, um, you can. My dad like fully knows everywhere on the lake where he's going. Like I don't understand. I'm not good at directions like on land, so I don't understand how he could be good like on the water. It all looks the same to me. But um, there you are just a, few, a couple landmarks. You just yeah, need, like, there's a few landmarks we look at. Yeah. Uh, favorite place to eat in Blacksburg. Um, I'm gonna have to say Elrod's. We go there probably once a week. Honestly, we go oh, all the time with so Chloe and her. <laughs> so much love from every athlete at Virginia Tech. Yeah, <laughs> we um, go all the time. <laughs> biggest challenge that you all overcame this year? Mm, that's tough. Biggest challenge. Um. I want to say probably just like, I don't know if this is like the biggest challenge, but this is what I thought of. Um, probably just like overcoming all of the like doubt and like the hate from outside. Um, you know, we got a lot of that. So I think just staying together and, you know, being confident in ourselves, I think that helped. It honestly ended up helping us a lot because it brought us closer together. But I think, we could have reacted a different way from it. Um, but I think the way that we did react, I think it made us stronger and helped us on our run in the NCAA tournament. So. Favorite locker room celebration? Um, definitely when we spray water on Trish Brooks. Um, we did that a lot at the end of the season. <laughs> and then when he walks in, and, like, he refuses to, like, fully gritty. So he'll, like, do, like, a very slow version of it. But it's so funny. <laughs> was there one game that stood out that was your favorite? I mean, we know – we the content that comes out every time. But was there one where it was, like, that was by far, by far the favorite? Um, I think for me, probably our second round game at Castle – um, I think that was just insane. Like the crowd, it was sold out. So the environment was like amazing. And to have that environment on the home court, um, I think that's just like so cool. And like when the fans started acapella singing Enter Sandman, I literally got chills. Like it was, it was a really cool experience. Um, I mean, they were all really cool games, but I think that one really stands out to me. Uh, most underrated establishment or thing to do in Blacksburg? Um, underrated. Hmm. So I actually haven't done this a lot, but we just went when it was really, really nice out. We went and like hung out on the drill field um, and just like played volleyball. And I, had, I just got a puppy, so we took him. 
Um, and that actually was so much fun. I wish I would have been doing that for the past four years, but I think that it's just a really pretty spot on campus and there's a lot of stuff, like a lot of people go and hang out there. So I don't know if that's what you mean by like establishment. No, I think that's what I thought of. So, so uh, and being an athlete, like you're so tired all the time and being on campus is just not like you kind of <laughs> take for granted walking across the drill field. It's like, I have to walk across the drill field to get to class or I have to do this. When in reality, if you just like stop and look around, you're like, wow, this place is freaking awesome. And you can do all sorts of awesome stuff. So um, that's awesome that you get the opportunity to, um, to do that for the last couple of weeks that you're on campus. When we interviewed Taylor and uh, Kayla, Taylor was talking about how she was getting lost on campus because she was never, <laughs> never was on campus before. So I'm yeah. not sure how you get lost in Blacksburg on campus, but. Um, um, but I thought it was your freshman year. I definitely did. I think it took me a little bit, but. What's they, also took that, they also took that interview from a park bench in front of Tots. So that was, that was an interesting <laughs> situation altogether. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what's on the pregame playlist? Ooh, um, honestly, I'm not a huge music listener. Um, my boyfriend always gets mad at me because he's like loves music and just listens to it all the time. Um, so he actually made a playlist for me for pregame. No idea. I just listen to it. Um, or Georgia gets on Ox and she'll like play music. Um, but wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not big. I don't know. Everyone. So your pregame playlist. You don't even want to listen to it, but because of chivalry. You just press play and you just listen to it. No, 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 no. I do want to listen to it and it's good. I like it. I know all the songs on it. I just don't have the time. Like, I don't care enough to, like, take the time to make myself a playlist. So I usually just hit shuffle on my songs. So are so, you not a, are you a Swifty? Because I know we have a, a good amount of Swifties in the team. Um, actually, like, I like her music, but I would not. I Like, she's good. Right. I, I'm not, like, a diehard. Like, I don't know if I I – fall into that category you know i do like her music though do you have any weird they don't have to be weird but <laughs> do you have any like pre-game routines or like things that you have to do before before a game um i usually take a pre-game nap but i have to keep a nap. Everybody, everybody reads and, and you all are winning 30 30 32 33 games this year and whooping up on everybody, you're beating up on teams, winning the ACC, and the secret sauce is napping and reading books and getting latte before games. That's yeah. that's what you guys were doing all year. Pretty much. People will laugh at um, Liz, Kayla, and I because we'll like be sitting in the locker room reading a book. Um, not like not like right before in the locker room, like in our in Han in our um, like, practice locker room. That's when we have like two hours before the game, so we just kind of. Two hours before we have to start getting ready for the game. That's fine. Um, but like, I'll only nap for like. This is gonna sound so random, but I'll put a timer for like seventeen minutes. Because if I sleep too long, then I'll wake up and be super groggy and like not good. But if I take a really quick nap, then it's not. Hey, Gucci. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. You can say hi. <laughs> you want to say hi? Sounds of Saturday. Huh? Sons of Saturday podcast. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, that was Coach G, our strength coach. Um, e? I'm in the um, classroom right now where gotcha. we watch film. So. But, yeah, I just take a little quick nap just to kind of reset, but not a long one. 
Catnaps and bookworms, the secret yeah, sauce to Virginia. about right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the book recommendation then? Oof. Um, it's going to sound so basic because she's like famous on TikTok, TikTok now because everyone's reading her books, but I was a big on a big Colleen Hoover trend. Um, I like made it a goal of mine to read all of her books, which was a lot, but I did it actually. So I would recommend her. She's really good. What does she write about? Um, like fiction, like romance novels. <laughs> romance. I, I don't know if you guys reading. <laughs> Ed and Ed and I'll head down to the lake and we'll read some fiction romance. It'll yeah, I don't know if it's really a, <laughs> your guys' taste, but you know, I like them. So well, that's all that matters. So all right, so now we'll go into letters from the lunch pail. These came in from Twitter. So the first one is from Paul Patera. Paul asks, what was the best part of the NCAA tournament experience for you? And how hard was the journey back from injury? And did that adversity make a team success this year much sweeter? Okay, I'll do the first one um, first. I think the whole tournament as a whole, like it was amazing. Um, each weekend was a very different vibe. So being here for our first two games, um, that was just really cool. Like the environment, like I said earlier, that was like insane. But then to go to Seattle, to a city that we've never been before, that was really cool. Um, but I have to say, like, the Final Four, that was my favorite memory, obviously. Um, it's very hard to get to the Final Four. So, you know, when you get there, you get a lot of stuff. I mean, the stuff that we got to see, the stuff that they gave us. Like, in our hotel, we had a team room that was, like, filled with games and stuff. Now you gotta you gotta tell us about the you gotta tell us about the the gifts and everything else. We've seen the we've seen the hat. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure both of them are glued to uh, to Demo's head. And uh, <laughs> yes. I saw the jacket. What all? So what all did you get? What what was the what was the entire gift gift box set? Um, I'm assuming that you guys won't get me in trouble for answering this. I don't think it's a secret. But um, so when we were there. Um, there was a gift suite that we got to go in and we got to like see, and there was these tables of like different, like kitchen stuff, like speakers, like pretty much, I don't know, anything that yeah, you they, give you like a, they give you like 10 points and you yeah. just throw the point and then you pick yeah. the same thing for a bowl game. So what did, what did Taylor pick? This is going to sound super weird because it's like, why would you pick that when you had a lot of different options? <laughs> But I just got a really big, um, like, cooler <laughs> that you put, like, drinks in. Um, honestly, there's a ton of kitchen stuff there. And I, like, realized how, honestly, blessed I am, I guess, because I actually had a lot of those things from other gifts that we've gotten, like, ACC gifts and stuff. Um, so I had, a ton, like, pretty much everything. Not as nice, but I didn't feel like I needed another one of those. Um, and then I was, like... A cooler, it was like one of the top option um, mm -hmm. ones. It was like a really nice one. I was like, I'm never going to spend this much money on a cooler. Like, that's just something that you don't buy that's nice. And even my mom was like, we live at the lake and we take drinks out on the boat all the time. And like, they don't even have a nice cooler. So I was like, well, we can get it and we can bring it to the lake and we can use it there. Um, so, yeah, probably not the most exciting thing, but that's what I went with. Um. And then we got – oh, so because we were in Nike school, mm -hmm. we got to go to a whole, like, Nike exhibit, I want to call it. It was really, really cool. We got there, and there was, like, this whole truck, like, behind us filled with stuff. 
and we got to design our own tote bag, which was really nice. And then once we were done designing it, they filled it like with a ton of like different things. Like we got sweats, a pair of basketball shoes, um, slides, um, some fragrance stuff, and like a Nike book. Uh, it was really cool, but that was a really cool experience. And then I think we got like two other. We got one other Nike bag filled with stuff from the tournament. Ed, and we got to go to the final four. <laughs> no, it's yep. like literally. Yep. When I tell you, I didn't think that all of our stuff would be able to fit on the plane on the ride back. Like, I thought they were going to have to bust it back for us. Like, it was insane, the amount of stuff that we got. But, yeah, that was just an unreal experience. So, definitely that, for sure. Uh, And then the second part of the question, uh, how hard was the journey back from injury, and did adversity make the team's success in your final season any sweeter? Um. The journey back from injury was definitely really difficult. Um, You know, you don't really understand what someone has to go through after an ACL injury unless you've been through it. Um, And I always say, like, I wouldn't wish that injury on my worst enemy. Um, You know, it's just a really long recovery process. Um, And to do it back to back, it was just really not not, um, easy. And I think a lot of people, like, understand that it's easy I mean, not easy on the physical side, but I think when you throw in the mental side of it too, I think that's where people don't really fully understand it. But coming back from not playing for almost two full years, I mean, I played for a little bit in between the two, but it really like takes a toll on your confidence in the game because you just haven't been playing for that long. So I think honestly, getting through the mental side of it is so much harder than the physical side. And I think that's like what I struggled with the most. Um, but I definitely, in all our success this season, like looking back on everything I've been through, I literally, after we were celebrating the ACC championship, like I was crying happy tears. Cause I was like, everything I've been through, like this moment just makes it all worth it. Um, so I think it definitely made all of our success a lot sweeter this year. Uh, this one's not a question because you already spoke about it at length, but uh, Tom Kuhar and BT Hokey both asked about uh, your engineering and what you're doing next. But um, BT Hokey's message ended with um, how personal discipline and determination were a factor, not just basketball and her choice of major profession. She is going to be a star there as well. So um, we're really, really excited for the next phase of your career. And obviously, congratulations on everything that you accomplished um again ed and i have both said it most fun that we've had watching a virginia tech team and again <laughs> the best basketball team in school history <laughs> taylor guyman we're really excited for the next phase of your life and any Hokies out there that may know of any rentals or any places that taylor guyman maybe help her out with her moving situation please do let That'd her know taylor, thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it thank you guys so much To wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all that she said is Oh, I know just what you're thinking Please don't go just let it sink in Trash my friend's place, wake up the next day and do it again
Take the head out.